0: Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I am super excited uh, because we have actually have a smart guest on this week. So, uh, and that that hurts me to say because I like to tease this guy a lot, but he's, he's 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 smart at what he does anyway. I don't know if he's smart at life, but when it comes to SEO and Google and websites, he he knows a thing or two. Um, and I know this firsthand because I pay him money every single month, and it just keeps coming out. You know, I check my bank account. I'm like, ah, oh, I've got a got to fix my website. Let me reach out to Mark, you know, I got to fix my SEO. Let me reach out to Mark, you know, got to fix my Google ads. Let me reach out to Mark. Let me do my Australian website, US website, uh, course creator website, fitness education website. Yeah. And he's got it all covered. So he he knows the space very well. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Mr. Mark Bartholomew. Mark, how are you? I'm doing good,
1: Jono. Thank you very much for that uh, kind introduction. I would say you're the one Uh, who's really smart because you're, you're working with me.
0: (laughs) There we go. Um, But but in all seriousness, like I have worked with a lot of SEO companies over the years uh, and Mark's is he'll, he'll let you know what he does in his company and that as he moves forward, but it's by far the best, you know, I've worked because, and actually it's a bit of a tangent, but I think this is a good discussion as well. I think there's a lot of people in the SEO space, Mark, they don't know what they're doing. You know, it's just like they'll, they'll start an agency or a company and it's easy to kind of swindle people because most people have no idea about SEO. You know, someone mm-hmm. called me up before and they're like, yeah, SEO, they used all these technical terms and I didn't know what the hell they meant. You know, they're like, yeah, it'll get your website ranked up higher. I'm like, all right, here's a thousand bucks or 2000 bucks or whatever it was, you know. And I didn't yep. even know. I'm like, what am I meant to be tracking? What's going on? What are they doing? And then it wasn't until I met you that I was like, oh, okay. So this is actually what's going on. This is what's being done. This is what I can do on my side of things. So I know you probably don't want to rubbish your, your competition, but do you see any of that in the space at all?
1: Well, um, uh, I think that that's one thing I wanted to correct you. I do want to rubbish the competition, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but no, but, but uh, all kidding aside, uh, look, a lot of the information that I'm actually going to share today, uh, it's available online, right? Um, but, the, but the question really here is, are you keeping up to date to uh, to the algorithm? Are you uh, doing your best in order to make sure that uh, you're on top of, of all the changes? And I think one thing that we want to, to clear is that, sure, you can be an SEO expert yourself, but it takes time. Mm-hmm. It's not. Uh, it's not really something you can just sort of do as a hobby. Yeah. It is a full-time job. Yeah. Uh, and it's often not just a one-person endeavor, mm. right? And these are just some of the things that we want to want to discuss today. But um, there are definitely things that you can do on your own and you can achieve a lot for your website mm. uh, and you can do a lot of good things uh, on your own if you just play your cards right so that's the aim of of my uh, i guess this my, my talk today um just to give equip a lot of the listeners that we have right now with uh what they can do the small things that they can do themselves and where it's best and i guess maybe also draw the line on where some things are better outsourced for example mm. or where they might need help yeah
0: 100 percent. and i think what i've learned from working with you mark i think it's best the more the the course creator or the more the, the person can know themselves, the better, even if they yeah. don't implement that thing themselves, right? As yes. long as they know. And I'll, I'll share a quick story here. One of the, the first SEO agencies I worked for, and this is probably a good thing to start with as well. Um, they were like, all right, Jono, you know, what keywords do you want to rank for? And I was like, ah, I just gave them 10 random keywords, you know? I didn't do any research. Yep. I was like, oh yeah, online bootcamp course, you know, let's rank for this, you know? And they're like, okay, yeah, no dramas. I gave them the 10 words and they'd send me a list every month. You know, yeah, online bootcamp course, you're ranked number five or whatever it is. You're doing really well. And I was like, yeah, that's great. And then I think I met you, Mark, and you were like, all right, well, let's have a look at how much volume each of these keywords have. Okay, this keyword that you're ranking number one for, there's nobody in the world searching it. <laughs> so all yeah. well and good, you're number one, <laughs> but, you know, mm-hmm. who are you number one against? It's not really doing you anything, so... Let's even start there, Mark. Would you say that's probably the best place to start as a, as a, a course creator? Like what, what words do we want to actually rank for, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? It, it doesn't really matter what industry you're in, or you're, you're in right? Uh, whenever you're doing SEO, the, the most fundamental uh, thing that you could do, and you can also get wrong... Is keyword selection, yeah, right. So, so I'm going to share a bit of our secret sauce—not uh, so secret, but you know, uh, we we have our, we have our own way of, of doing keyword research. But there are a couple things that you should consider. Uh, for one thing, yeah, um, as a business owner, right, regardless of what course you you sell or what course you offer. There are obviously different keywords and terms associated with them. If you do language courses, it's obviously the different uh, language terms. If, if it's, if it's Spanish, German, Spanish, what have so. you. Yeah, it's all there. If you're, you're in, the, uh, in your, your the fitness space and it's all about understanding whether it's kettlebell or it's boot camp courses, things like that. It, that, that one is, is pretty intuitive. As a business owner, mm. um, you would know what keywords you sell because, you know, you sell it, right? That's one consideration. Another consideration you'd have to take a look at is, okay, um, have I been to a competitor website, like uh, other guys who sell other courses uh, that's like mine? Um, what are they? What kind of keywords do I see on their website? What terms are available there from the homepage or from the product category pages? How do they describe their, uh, their product pages or, or their, their course pages? What terms do they use? What are they ranking for? right so so these this is the second consideration. you have to take a look at what the cop uh, opposition is doing because that's usually a good place to start if you've never done optimization before. and yeah, you also have to consider stuff like search volume, as you said. So for those who are not aware of how you could how you could do this, Google Ads actually has a keyword planner that you could use for free. You don't have to set up a Google ad uh, yourself. Um, and that'll give you like, you plug in a keyword, it'll give you all the related keywords and search volumes and estimated difficulty. There are other tools like Ahrefs and SEMrush that also have free modes you could use to pull the same information. Why does search volume matter? Um, the common example I would give here is the Disney example, right? Let's say I search the, word, the, the term Disney uh let's say let's say I'm an administrator for Disney World Paris, right? Because I'm in Europe. So let's just say Paris. Um and, and, and um I want to get I want to sell more tickets. So what do I put on my website? Do I do I prioritize ranking for Disney? which you know probably gets like a billion searches every day because it's it's everything from marvel to the movies to the uh, to the toys to mickey mouse and things like that yeah. or do i care about a term like buy disney ticket buy, buy disney world paris tickets online mm. right one keyword would have significantly less search volume yeah. and sh- sure, it, you sure it's 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 neat if you're ranking for like something that gets a lot of searches but mm. it's better if you're ranking for the ones that people are looking for when they want to buy mm. so you also have to think about the intention here what's your what's the what's the end game a lot of you uh, all of our listeners probably that right now is the end game mark is i want to sell courses mm. and therefore you have to take a look at okay what are the keywords that if i were the one buying or looking for a course mm. what are the terms i'd search for right so it's not always about volume so that so like i guess to 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 illustrate your example further, there are two uh, there are two things you can get wrong off the bat. You can target a keyword that's too broad, mm-hmm. meaning that you're, it's too informational. It has it's too far from the from the intent to buy from the commercial intent as we call it in the industry, yeah. and you can also have something that's super super specific. Nobody's searching for it, mm-hmm. right? So, 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 um, so, so these are some of the things that you'd have to look at. And the best way they can do it really is to literally plug in every keyword you could think of and any keyword your competitors have on, on Ahrefs and SEMrush. Take a look at the volume. You could even use tools like Ahrefs and SEMrush to just literally get the competitor website. Plug it into Ahrefs; it'll show you all the keywords they're ranking for. If they're as good as uh, they claim to be, then um, these guys would have been doing proper keyword research, and it shows you what terms they've been targeting and they've been ranking for, and what search volume. That gives you a bit of an idea. Uh, but but, Mark, I don't have competitors. What I, my offering is really niche. Well, you know what? Um, that that's certainly possible. That you don't have something that's directly uh, plausible. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. Jonah, that you've had a course. Somebody, maybe we have listeners here who sell this really specific course, like uh, yeah. how to dig a ditch for <laughs> uh, how to dig a digit in, in 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 thirty seconds, something like that, right? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm not a digger, but uh, or even like it, a course, cool, like
0: say, I, I, I don't know if this comes into it. Let's say I used to have a client who worked with, and you might be listening, Lucas, who worked with like um, testosterone, right? And he had right. a course on how to improve your testosterone, all right, right. It's kind of different. To, like, obviously, if you search testosterone, there's going to be a whole heap of people looking for supplements and that yeah. sort of thing. But there might not be a lot of people that are searching, what's an online course to help me improve my testosterone?
1: Right, right. So, so, so there you go, right? Uh, there's also this, this catch wherein you might have people who are not aware that there's a course, yeah, yeah. but you want to capture that. Yeah. Uh, so, so it, it's, it's also in you to build the awareness around your offering by targeting related or tangential. Keywords uh, to that because if there's no demand, you can create for it uh, simply by optimizing and targeting keywords that are related to to mm. the main offering you do, not necessarily just what you sell. Yeah. Right. So so yeah, um, keyword selection is key, right? And and uh, in 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 most cases, uh, you can do a lot of it yourself just using those tools I've mentioned and it's just making sure that those keywords are mentioned on your website with supporting content. Uh, in other cases, you can consult. Uh, I'll give you guys a, a, a bit of a secret. Um, so I'm an agency guy, and so we're suckers for, for leads and for customers. Um, there are lots of people like me around the world, and you can always reach out to, to guys and get a consultation or an audit for free, mm. right? There are agencies out there that because they want your business, they will, they will, they'll help you out with you know initial keyword research. Yeah. And as a business owner who's starting out, maybe you're just emerging or you just want to you want to take a look at uh, what more you can do, um, regardless of where you are in the business, you can look at either just tapping that free consultation mm. uh, or you can, uh, of course, engage an agency full time to do keyword research for you and, and the month one setup and things like that. Yeah, okay. Easy. So it really depends, but there are options out there. You can get help for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can search for it online or you can do it with yourself if you have the proper tools. Yep. So well, that's, that's the most important thing.
0: I'll summarize a couple things there. Then I've got some, some more questions on the, the keywords. So some really good things sure. on, on what Mark said there. And we mentioned a few tools that might be um, complicated for people out there. The easiest free tool is the Google planner one, right? Mark.
1: Google Keyword Planner, yes, yes, awesome. that's uh, via Google Ads. Uh, if you need instructions on how to look at it, well, Google it. It's yeah. it's, <laughs> it's pretty easy to use actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's that's yeah. a good
0: point because it's kind of like we could try and describe it here, but it'd be fiddly. Like just Google nah. or YouTube, you know how to use Google YouTube Planner or whatever, um, and then you'll be able to type it in, and you also see the competition on that is is that as well, right, Mark? Like I could type a keyword, see how many searches there are. And also how competitive it is do i get that data yes. from
1: yeah you do you do you could even plug in uh urls so you, if you know your competitor's website you could also plug it in you could also see what keywords they're associated with um and this is also uh this is pretty useful if if you really have no idea but you do know what your opposition does right mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, uh, and it doesn't necessarily have to be your opposition either, right? Let, let's say you sell courses and then another guy sell course, sells courses. You just want to get an idea of what uh, what the general terms are because at the end of the day, you still sell courses. It's just one one is a different industry than another, um, but they, there, there is some overlap. So to get a bit of an idea of what uh, to do, you could use these. There is one thing I, I want to be clear, though. Um, usually large companies like nike or 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 you know like or or uh walgreens these types of of websites They don't really need SEO to get business. Uh, And obviously, their marketing is, 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 their brand is much more recognizable. So you don't really get much insight from running those. It's much better if you compare yourself apples to apples to an SME. And because SEO is the great equalizer, right? You can Mm -hmm. rank better than, um, you can rank better than a lot of organizations and, and corporations with millions of dollars of marketing budget. Simply because Google will see your website has higher quality than theirs, right? More specific, uh, so, right? Yeah, more specific. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that that's that's the idea there.
0: Awesome. Okay. Cool. That part all makes sense there. So, on that note, Mark, and this is kind of a, a how long is the piece of string? But let's just say a beginner, right? They've they've mm-hmm. got a website. They haven't done any SEO. This is the other thing I find yep. in in this space as well, right? A lot of website developers will tell the person they've done SEO on the website. They're like, yeah, I'll do your website and I'll SEO optimize it. I know this because I was speaking to someone the other day. I was like, oh, have you done it? Mm. They're like, oh, I just want leads to come to me. I was like, "Oh, have you done SEO? They're like, yeah, yeah. When my website person did my, my website, they SEO optimized it. I'm like, oh, great. What words did they SEO optimize it for? They're like, oh, I'm not too sure. (laughs) I <laughs> just like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> how can you SEO optimize a website? You as the owner should know what words you've, you've done. But anyway, the, the question I'm getting at here is like, is there a, a baseline? Should we say, right, just focus on one word to start with or three words or five words or 10 words. I know it's an impossible answer, but if you had to simplify it for the the listeners, how many kind of words should they focus on to start with? I'll put the links down in the
1: show notes. Okay, it it depends. Yeah. You know, that, that's a, that's yeah, a good yeah. answer to a lot of questions. <laughs> it depends, yeah. uh, but, but I guess I guess also to keep it simple, um, imagine the site structure on your uh, in your head, right? Your your website structure on your head. So obviously you have the homepage that that's your front door that this that generally describes what you are and who you are. Is that where people buy? probably not right no, uh not you really. you lead people to your home page that's where people find the most information about your business about who you are so general information about you the keywords about that should be what you do right gotcha. if i sell for example courses on uh finance. Okay, finance yeah. okay yeah okay so i say finance or spanish or, or spanish right so let's say spanish uh, as an example um then then you you sell uh, you you sell um, Spanish courses uh, online. So these are the kinds of keywords that should appear on your homepage because that's the, that's what describes who you are. Like how many learn, keywords? learn
0: Spanish. That's like learn yeah. Spanish, how to learn Spanish. That sort of stuff you're saying should be on yeah, the
1: yeah 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 pretty pretty general right. So it, as long gotcha. as it describes what you are, uh, that's on the homepage. How many keywords? As many as you can get away with. Gotcha. Um, yeah, because as, as it ideally think of it this way. Any keyword you're not optimizing for that describes exactly what you are, you're missing out on people who are searching for that keyword. They'll never find you, mm. right? Um, and then late, and then uh, coming into the other pages. Obviously, you also have product categories. Let's say for Spanish, you have um, you have different subcategories. Let Let's say you have beginner, maybe, advanced, travel. expert, oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. or, or, or even could be... you could go
0: traveling. You know, you're going to travel. Yeah you know exactly you've got yeah. a, a spouse that's a, you know there's might be different courses depending on what you do. right
1: want to right yep yeah. maybe maybe uh uh yeah well i i can speak a little bit of spanish but i imagine that there might be um there might be uh categories where you have uh, spanish for travel spanish for yeah. dating spanish yeah. for etc um, well, you 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 might are... know
0: that moving to to europe huh?
1: did you did you
0: learn, do you learn do you know the language over there now
1: uh, no, no, well, I, I have, I'm taking Swedish courses, but not yet, not what, yet. Uh, it,
0: it's... Did, is it general Swedish courses or is it, because this is interesting from a course creator. Did you pick a uh,
1: uh, you know, Swedish
0: for business or Swedish for traveling, or is it just a generic Swedish? I...
1: Let's take a quick break. Right now, I think the best way to describe it is, is Swedish for toddlers. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm completely, uh, I, I, I it's completely an alien language to me. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's so far removed from the language I speak that. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a struggle. Those extra those extra letters uh, on the alphabet they're uh, a bit of a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, were, yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyway, going back to to my point, right? So you have on your homepage it should be the keywords that describe who you are on your product categories or th- these are the keywords that are more commercial in, in intent. Because obviously somebody somebody's searching for let's say Spanish lessons for travel. What are they looking for? They're looking for Spanish lessons for travel. So that page should be more specific. It should have keywords around travel uh, and and the the use of the language. And and how many keywords? Again, it's the same argument. As many as you can get away with because different people search different ways. Uh, How do I know which ones I should prioritize? That's where that's why that's where you go to Keyword Planner and see which ones have volume, which ones um, uh, have have a lot of uh, are a bit more competitive and less competitive. So these are the things that you consider. Um, so I guess to, to go back to the question of how long is a piece of string, it can be mm-hmm. as long as you want. But um, the most successful uh, business owners I know that 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 operate online it It really is commensurate to the amount of work you put in mm. right this is this is your livelihood and and th- the good news here is that if you if you work uh if you do it properly uh, uh and 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 you you put the extra effort into f- mastering what what how people how your customers search in your uh, in your industry or search for what you you need that usually translates to uh to sales down the track. Right. Um, I think one thing we want to emphasize to our reader uh, to our to our listeners right now is SEO. Unlike let's say Google Ads or, or Facebook Ads and all the others, um, SEO is the one that will of all the marketing channels. SEO can present you the highest return. I think the only thing that can do better is email, but not everybody has a million yeah, people you need in to build the email, email list, list, right? You know, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But but SEO, you can do uh yourself uh you know you can do the basic stuff and you can of course avoid the, the pitfalls and it'll give you free traffic mm. if you do it right if you rank right um, imagine you're getting free traffic because you're ranking for that really niche keyword versus your competitor who pays five bucks per click on yeah. google ads mm. somebody's gonna win there well, right I'll, um, I'll, I'll
0: give a real life yeah. example mark so on my us website right i turned yep. the google ads off because I just, it was breaking even and I'm like, ah, it's too much. Like I can do it and I get some leads, but it's a bit of a risk. I'm just going to keep the SEO on. I'm like, and yes, I pay Mark's agency, but that's a a flat fee kind of thing. It's like I pay Mark's agency a a flat fee every month. And as long as I make more sales than that back, I'm happy. You know, it's like free money, you know, with an online course, I'm, I'm literally getting free or yeah, I'm getting free money. And the goal is also, you know, uh, with the US website, I think we've been oh, it's probably about a year now, or not even. Maybe I don't know how long we've been doing the US one, but we've just added yep. keywords, and ideally, we should rank higher and higher, and more and more keywords, so that um, that revenue should should get higher and higher, and the the cost will be about the same of paying your agency there, you know. Whereas if it was right. a Facebook ads or a Google ads, it's kind of like if you want more business, that's fine, but you got to put more money behind it, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that's a good example, right? Keyword expansion, like on SEO. I can rank for, let's say, 10 keywords at a time. Mm. And then I, I invest in that because that's that's a, let's say that's all the time. That's all the money I have. Yeah. I can only go 10 words at a time, but they're, they're my core keywords. Okay. Six months later, you do a good job or your agency does a good job. Um, you rank well. You get traffic for those 10 yep. keywords on a regular basis. You switch. You can then switch to another 10. You know, yeah. And because it's the same amount of work, I don't think they'll charge you more. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I I, I find alternatively, the way to though, or yeah. alternatively, though,
0: like what I did is I just added another ten because I'm like, well, yeah, now I'm making can. more money,
1: you know. So now yeah, I'm going to exactly. keep my ten,
0: you know, and put another ten on top.
1: Right, right. And here's the beauty of of investing in SEO, for example, than other digital marketing, uh, paid digital marketing channels. I rank for these ten keywords, right? Uh, I do well. Let's say I'm, let's say I'm, I'm position one for all ten. Right? And I get a fair amount of volume on each one. Um, let's say you stop doing SEO, like you stop engaging your agency, uh, mm. or you, you, you fall asleep for a month and you don't update your blog, for example. Yeah. You won't necessarily you know, lose those rankings overnight. In the same mm. way, it took you time to earn them; it will take you time to lose them. The yeah. only exception, I guess, is if it's a really cutthroat industry where there are lots yeah. of guys running SEO. Uh, but, but even then, they won't outcompete you for all the keywords you'll target. Mm. They'll outcompete you for maybe the most the, the hardest ones. Um, compared to Google Ads, for mm. Google Ads, you pay Google, let's say, five hundred bucks, thousand bucks, two thousand bucks each month, and sure. They'll rank you. You'll appear at the top, and you'll get traffic tomorrow. You don't have to wait mm. for it, right? I can literally make you show up tonight uh, with, yep. with, with the ads. The challenge, though, is that the moment I stop paying Google, goodbye, mm. right? I don't get anything sustainable, or, or I, I have to pay Google forever, yeah. right? Um, and and that's that's it. And you know what? It's it's still a perfectly viable strategy. Yeah. Uh, because certainly, in some cases, you want results immediately. There are also some things that Google Ads can do that SEO cannot, like remarketing. Mm. Um, but um, if you want to look at at being successful, you want to really look at a combination of 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 different channels. Yeah. But to me, having uh, a, a SEO is really the one of the most essential ones. Right? Mm. It's the must haves. In fact, a, a common pitfall with uh, with clients we've worked with. Um, is there's a, sense of, there's a sense of security that I spend money on Google ads and I will succeed. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you didn't fix your website, right? Uh, and, and so sure, you're dumping money here, you're getting traffic, but uh, you're losing 95% of that traffic off of a bounce because your website's not optimized, okay? So everything you're doing on SEO, it really starts with having a high quality website which people like, which people can convert on. So to me, doing SEO is like the the really the first step to anything because mm. your website's quality underpins any activity or any uh, endeavor you do digitally.
0: Let's, we'll spend a minute there just before we do. My sort of take on that, Mark, is like um, in terms of the both side of things, I think when you're starting off, Google Ads is probably more important because you want to work on the SEO as well, but it might take you a couple months before you, yep. you actually see some results there, you know, whereas Google right. ads, you can, you can run it now and start get some money coming in, but then it should slowly balance out because it's like, well, hold on. Now I'm starting to get ranked higher organically without spending any money. Okay. Maybe I can put a less, a few less um, dollars on Google ads, you know, and, and just let the SEO do it more. And then it can be like, I am now in this age in the U S where it's like, you know, what, it's not worth the risk of the Google ads. Ranking in the top yep. page. Let me just get the the free traffic there. You know, so that's that's how yep. I take that. But let's spend a minute and speak about now. We've we've got the keywords. It's great. There might be some people listening to this and be like, okay, that's great. I've got these keywords written down on a piece of paper. What crap do I do with them? Do I just write them a hundred times on the website so they come up heaps? Because I think that used right. to be a strategy in the nineties or or something, right? You could just yeah uh, write the same word a hundred times, and the more times you had it, it would rank the number one. But I think that's frowned upon now. But if if you want to just give us a a really basic overview, Mark, of like on-page versus off-page, and then we'll dive deeper into into each one. But
1: um, yeah, let us know on-page versus off-page. Okay. It's a lot to unpack, but I'll keep it as simple as possible for all of our listeners out there. Um, So when we're working on SEO, there are essentially two things you have to pay attention to. We call it on-page and off-page. When I say on-page, it literally means on the page on your website this pertains to everything about the site. Not just content, actually, but also the technical aspects. Like, does it load fast? Does it appear nice on an iPhone? Uh, things like that, right? Um, Off-page is something else, which I'll, I'll, I'll tackle in a bit. Uh, so, okay. Um, on the question of, all right, Mark, I've identified the, um, 100 keywords I wanna rank for. Do I just stuff them into the into the site? That used to work. But Google's algorithms are getting smarter every day, and believe me, I work in this space. It's, it's, it's an up, It's always a, It's an arms race, right? Mm. So, um, what's the one thing that you that any uh, any business owner, any website owner um, should take into account when they're when they're inputting these keywords? Remember that the keywords you can't just put them in; they have to have supporting content. Right. What do I mean by supporting content? It has to. There has to be a narrative. There has to be a a, uh, a relationship between the different terms. It has to sound like natural language. Mm-hmm. Right. The one thing that I think I- I- is most critical uh, t- to how SEO works today, because of because of the algorithms getting smarter, it's always about making a website that's catered to users first and mm-hmm. foremost. Right. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's spend
0: a minute there, Mark, because it's like, and this is, I think, with all social media platforms, but specifically Google, like it's yeah, not yeah. so much a game, right? From Google's side of things, it's more like, hey, we want to have the best search engine in the world. And for right. us to have the best search engine in the world, we want people to have a really good experience, you know, we yes. want people to be like, Hey, I, Google is so good. If I want anything, I just go on Google. I type this phrase in and the first two or three websites are so specific. That's what Google wants. Right. Right. So exactly. it's kind of like, if we try and game it, Google's not going to like us. So it's like, yes. that's what they want. How can we fit into what they want?
1: Let's take a quick break.
0: You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple,
1: iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Right, right, exactly. So, so look, one uh, of the of the key things that Google cares about is that you you design the website for users, not for the algorithm, yep. it, and that's why they don't publish they don't publish the how how to how to uh, how to rank for the algorithm. No, no, they, they publish uh, quality metrics that that people mm-hmm. should comply to. So, for example, um, the content on your website, sure, you want to insert the keywords in, but you want to insert those keywords organically in the text. Right, you don't want to just mention the the same keywords in the first hundred words without any coherence. It has to still make sense. There should be a narrative. As I said, let's let's go for, go back to my example of of that Spanish um, courses. Right, uh, let's say uh, on your homepage, yeah, it's learn Spanish online. This these would be the keywords you want. You want to mention that in a sentence, right? You want to mention that in a sentence that sounds natural. Uh, and with, with also supporting sen- sentences with related keywords on the other sentences. That's what Google likes. It wants to be able to see natural language. And the algorithm is a lot smarter now. It can detect if, if, uh, you are rigging it by mentioning the keyword too much. And this is not just exclusive to Google. Like, if, if anybody, any of our listeners have done email marketing, you guys probably would have seen that sometimes when emails sound spammy, it's because you mention too many keywords at, at uh, certain terms at a given time. Google is a lot smarter than that, and it does that to your website every day. So, it's important that you write content first and foremost for a reader. That's it. it, it think of it as your exercise is not for the algorithm, but for somebody who's reading your site. I want a website that has all the information I want to share in a language that they would understand clearly with the keywords that matter to my business, uh, you know, sprinkled in into the content. I'm using the term sprinkled in because you're right. 10, 20 years ago, People would literally just stick 100 keywords there. It doesn't matter if it made sense or not. But no, it doesn't work that way anymore. So for the on-page, in terms of content, that's the first thing, right? The second thing you should also take a look at with content, uh, with, with the on-page element of SEO is take a look at the, the technical side. Remember, as you said, Jono, it's in Google's interest to show the best search results, which means show the best websites, What's the best website? Well, to me, it's the fast website. Oh, yeah. Right? I click that in your a web... seconds if
0: it's... If it's yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. Look, um, the idea here is within two seconds of clicking that search result, I need to be able to see the top of the, uh, the, what we call the above the fold section of the website. That's everything uh, that you would see without scrolling down. Yeah. right so, and, and uh sure text content is one thing but that's not the heaviest part of your site uh, a common pitfall is oh i want to show a really cool training video or training montage mm-hmm. on on my on my uh, banner that can work assuming that a your video is compressed enough that it doesn't you know it doesn't take forever <laughs> it doesn't take as long as the video to load <laughs> yeah. um and and you also have to take a look at take into account that there, there are other elements like images um a common mistake that that a lot of uh web designers that we've worked with do is you want, you know, nowadays right you want like 4k super high mm-hmm. resolution super clear photos. And you know that that's fine. In some cases like let's say your banner you really want something that's really high quality, something where I can see the pores of the person in the in the picture mm-hmm. is, right? Because that just that just looks professional. Mm-hmm. Um but use photos of the appropriate size, and then, but when, I, when I'm referring to size, I'm referring to both the dimensions and the file size for its purpose. Mm-hmm. We have often found, for example, a thumbnail that's 1080p. Right? It's like, uh, okay, cool. Uh, that's that's a uh, that's a you know 2000 by 2000 pixel picture, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a thumbnail on your website. So mm-hmm. so th- little things like that. Um, you want to make it so that. Think of it this way: your, 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 the speed of your website is like with it with a car. Um, the heavier it is, uh, the the slower it'll be. Mm. So where you cannot, you know, upgrade your engine because of, let's say, your engine is new, or you you can't buy a, a very expensive car because you're an emerging business. Um, the secret really here is to not overload it with stuff that will just slow it down from the get go. Mm. Okay. Um, other things you can look at. So look, um, as, as everybody would know, and probably people listening to us right now, you're probably listening to us on your phone, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of websites have to be mobile-friendly. Um, good news is, because of modern web design, a lot of the websites that come out right now are mobile-optimized to a degree, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's 100% mobile-optimized. I'm going to dip my toes a little bit on the technical aspect of it, uh, but... Um, For example, there are tools out there, free tools out there like Google Search Console that you can install on your website and it prompts you because it tells you, it scans the website in, in mobile form and it tells you, hey, yeah, sure, your website's mobile friendly, but there are some mobile usability issues. Right, and it'll give you a quick summary as to what the issues are. Usually, the text might be too small to read on the phone, or the text is, or the buttons are too close together. It 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 has this this capability to to monitor those things, and and I think that's that's also one thing I wanted to clarify. You're probably not going to get everything right at the beginning. And this is an important thing to mention on SEO, right? Whether it's keyword research or content writing or website construction, you can follow all of the best practices, but believe me, there's always going to be that one other thing you have Mm. to fix week on week, month on month. This isn't a sit and forget activity. Um, and, And so... With, with, with tools like Google Search Console, for example, and analytics, they'll give you insights about how your website looks like on Google, how much, uh, how your traffic behaves, where, where users are bouncing off, off of your website. That gives you clues on how you can fix it. Right. Um, I had uh, a common issue we also face with, with clients is, and this is regardless of industry, right? Um, ideally, if you want to buy something, from, from where I landed to when I checked out, it should be four clicks or mm-hmm. less, yeah. right? We often have situations wherein it takes like 12 clicks yeah, and I have to yeah, fill yeah. out you know, a, a ten-item form. Yeah. Nobody's gonna have time for that, especially yeah. in an industry like course uh, online courses, wherein mm. it's really just uh, you wanna buy you it know, and as, log as, in then and there. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, the, the the joke we often uh, tell our clients is that they wanna give you your money. Mm. You know, so so just you know just take it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, stop stop with all the the red tape. For, for uh, that 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 would prohibit people from just doing business because they do want to be, do business with you. So um, when I say on page and when I say build for the user, that uh, that's what I mean, right? And that's what that's what uh, those are the same things that Google cares about. If your website has all the information from the get-go if your website loads fast if your website is mobile friendly these are just some of the basic things that google cares about for you to rank um for for i guess for I understand that this podcast has um, listeners a following from across all the different skill levels. Yep. For the more uh, intermediate to advanced, you could also take a look at, or you know, if you're just generally curious, take a look at stuff like the core web vitals of Google. Uh, the, the these would be this the core metrics that they would that they would consider as a healthy website. Um, and as I as I said, right, it's all about you in order for you to please Google, you have to please. The, the users and the visitors uh, because it's it's one and the same now, right It's smart enough to to behave like a person. it simulates uh, what a person would like, and so that's what you need to do Gotcha okay okay yeah, so yeah, that's the on page stuff. the off page stuff is uh pretty complex, but um I'll try to make it as simple as uh, as possible for everyone, and there's also a bunch of things you can do with off page okay. Um, I'm an agency guy. A lot of agency guys will tell you that, oh, off page SEO is that, that's what you outsource, right? And true enough, because doing off page SEO means I need to reach out to multiple uh, sites. But wait, let me, I'm getting too ahead of myself. Let's describe what off page SEO first yes, sure. is, right? So. So on page refers to everything within the site. Off page is obviously the opposite. Uh, Google cares about two things in general when uh, when it's ranking a, a site, right? And it's like with people, you have to be pretty, you have to be popular too, right? You can't you 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 because yeah, you can certainly be one of the two, but if the, what separates, let's say, let's say you have three websites that are all equally optimized, right? Yeah. Which one goes positions one, two, and three, All right. Obviously, there's a lot more factors than just the off-page, but I'm oversimplifying here. Um, but off-page is one of the key differentiators. So what is that, exactly is off-page? It's how many websites out there mention you, right, in a nutshell. And, and I guess just to, to be as, 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 uh, as basic uh, as possible. It's how many websites link to your websites, no. right? That, that's what it is at the most fundamental level. Um, so so when you look at uh, off-page SEO, what is it exactly? Um, your social media links, like if you have, let's say, a Facebook page pointing to your website, Facebook is a backlink to your website because mm-hmm. it's it's a site linking to yours. But uh, OK, so why don't I rank Mark? I have like uh, my, my Facebook page and my Instagram page and my LinkedIn page links back to my site. Well, guess what? Anybody else can do that. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Anybody else can set up their own social media accounts and business pages and link back to theirs. Um, so So the key differentiator here is how you can reach out to other publications. Uh, and and relevant uh, websites to your industry. So, so for example, Jonah, you're you're, uh, in the fitness space, right? Mm -hmm. So, so you getting, for example, a a backlink from, let's say, OzActive, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's big because yep. an organization like OzActive is recognized by by everybody in that space. Yep. Uh, it's the it's the authority. So, take I guess the the best analogy I have for for backlinks is it's about the so you can be a great person, but if nobody knows you, it so what right? Yeah. Uh, backlinks are the people who know you, the people who will vouch for you. These are the other websites who know you. They're the other websites that, that talk about you. Um, and in the same analogy, following this, that same analogy, um, it also matters how, it matters how many talk about you, but also who they are, mm. right? If your mother tells you that you're a good boy, a hundred times sure she's your mom so yeah uh, i'm sure i'm sure that in her mind you're a good boy but uh you know mom you've never done you've never seen all the things i've done (laughs) so 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 the idea here is um it's also important that you get other uh people who can vouch for let's say your character Mm -hmm. same thing with the website right um it, it it's it's important that you have um, a variety of, of I just thought of that a, the,
0: I just thought of an example, Mark, for the listeners. Yeah. It's when you said the bad boy kind of thing. It's kind of like if you go to court, if you go to court to you know that someone's trying to um, yeah you know you're trying to get out of jail or whatever, and you get you've got a your mum as your character witness, a judge isn't going to really you know look at that too highly you know. But if you've got right. a priest, you know, if you've got a um um a politician you know if you've got some yeah. of these these kind of people here it's kind of like oh you know there's there's teachers and politicians and um all these other people here you know like all right there's a not a, there's kind of two parts there it's like number one these are important these are people that are usually looked highly upon in society yes and also there's a variety of them as well
1: Right, exactly, exactly. So that so that's the thing, right? When you're looking at off-page SEO, uh, the the work really here is getting those publications to mention you, the ones that are reputable, the ones that are related to your industry. Uh, uh, another and pitfall. Th- these that, could be that...
0: bloggers as well, right, Mark? Like we, yes. use, we use publications where where like let's let's use fitness education online as an example. You know, we've got courses registered with Active, with Reps New Zealand, with Physical Activity Australia, you know, with different gyms where, you know, so that's one side of things there, but also just bloggers, you know, and podcasters, you know, if you can get your, your, you know, you write a guest blog for someone, you know, or someone reviews or a blogger reviews your website, you know, or you get on a podcast with like your SEO link will be on this podcast, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Right. So 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 that's the thing. So there are definitely def- many things you can do. But yes, the more reputable uh the the the, the voucher is that the, the one that's vouching for your site, the better. Um mm. and it's also it also matters that of course it's it's related to the industry. I mean, yeah. sure. I mean, go back going back to the analogy. Let's say let uh let's say we're talking about you being a good runner. I mean, sure, a priest is <laughs> saying that you are a good runner. <laughs> Yeah. Mm, okay, that that sounds cool, right? Yeah. But uh, it's also different if let's say the high school coach tells yeah. you that, right? Yeah. So or gotcha. the track and field coach tells you yeah. that. Um, going uh, And then, then going back to websites, it's, it's let's say you're selling Spanish courses, it doesn't really make sense to get a lot of mentions from cooking blogs. Yeah. Right, unless it's yeah. cooking in Spanish. Spanish, yeah, exactly. That's a th- that's that's a, th- that's a thing. Yeah, I guess yeah. right. So 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 look, the, the idea here is that it should still be related to what you do. It's it's the same thing as with with Google, right? It's all about having um, presenting a website that's that's uh, made for users. Google assigns and attributes your reputation also by who uh, who vouches for you organically, and and this is important because this is a common. Uh, issue that we face with with when we work with clients, and this is a common mistake that a lot of people do when they do SEO. Um, it's 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 often the case wherein you know you can you can buy links in bulk, mm-hmm. right? Cheap, right? Uh, and sure, it might get you somewhere. But if it's, if it's just a dump of, of links that A, have no uh, relationship to your, to your business, and, and B, those websites have questionable reputations, they will harm you in the long run, mm. right? It used to be a strategy 10, 20 years ago where it was just a numbers game, right? You get a 1,000 backlinks from any, any particular website. website, and it doesn't matter. It'll get you to rank. Again, Google gets smarter every day, and now it knows when you're rigging the system. Because mm-hmm. after all, if if the game is just measured by that, then it's only a question of who has the most resources to buy the most links. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But that does, that isn't the case anymore. It's also it's always about uh outreach. So I guess um before I conclude my 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 bit on the um off-page SEO, the let, let's talk about some practical things that any business owner can do, any website owner can do to get a little bit of off page. So I mentioned a while ago the social media profiles, right? That's basic. Mm. Because you could do that yourself, you could link to your own website. Let's say, so yeah, you, you, you do uh, on, uh, a lot of our listeners here are doing uh, course creators, uh, they, they sell courses online. But I do know that there's a subset of course creators that also do face to face and, and yep. local courses. Yep. Um, so, so, in those cases, you want to rank for your local area, which yep. means business listings, right? You want to look at Google My Business, that's the mm-hmm. most basic one. You yep. maybe Yelp. Apple Maps you want to make sure that your business listings are there because if you if you want to rank or, or you map or, or your location matters mm. uh, then you better make sure that those those listings are are up um, another thing that you could also do is you could reach out to to yeah to, to partnerships like for example mm. let's say um, and this is a, this is a common thing that we also do in in just just, just business development in general right not not even digital marketing um, let's say you're you're a course creator and uh you um uh, you yeah you operate let's say within your your space jonah like in the fitness industry right it makes sense that you might do a blog post featuring a gym and then said blog post also does the said gym also does a blog post gotcha. featuring let's say you as a trainer Right, and then you just link back to each other. I mean, that's just you returning the favor. He links Mm -hmm. to you; you link to him. Uh, But that's one easy way for you to get a relevant um, Mm -hmm. backlink juice for, and usually for free. And and two, because you're doing it as in the form of a blog, you're also updating and keeping your website content fresh. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so to me, there are lots of things that you could do uh, without necessarily even engaging an agency. Right. Mm. Um, you can collaborate with the people within your community, the the guys that that uh, that that work uh, that 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 work within your industry, yep. uh, and, and get them to link back to you. If you can get um, a a website with a .edu mm. top level domain to point back to you, that's also awesome. So. Um, I know that a lot of people in this space uh, can also get .edu yeah. uh, top-level domains because they have certifications. Yeah. So that that's one thing that will help. But but for example, if you can get an organization that has a .edu uh, top-level domain to link back to you, that will do an incredible amount of, of push uh, to 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 do your to boost your credibility because Google attributes .edu .gov these domains as higher credibility simply yep. because it's harder to get them. You can't get a .edu without actually getting, putting in the work and doing the certifications. Mm. And, of course, you won't get .gov unless you're the government. <laughs> so um, one of those is easier than the others. I'll let you guess which one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so so the idea here is that you want to reach out. You want to expand. It's also about you networking. Right? It's, just, and yeah, it's good that, networking yeah. principles anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's critical. It's true for business in general, and it's definitely true in digital marketing. Um, the 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 more goodwill you sow out there, the more people vouch for you, and then the more mm. credible these people are, the better. Yeah. So uh, think of it this way. It, Doing SEO is similar to an exercise in, in you know, in personal branding or in, in public mm. relations, right? It's all about present, it's all about having, of course, a high quality website, a good image. Uh, and it's also about having good a good reputation and good networking. And, and that's all about having, yeah, uh, th- those off-page links that I've mentioned. So those are things that you can do yourself. Now, when do you tap an agency? Let's say, a, you don't have time to do it because I need to run my business. I do all the sales. I wear multiple hats. I've run two startups. I know what this feels like, right? It's like you're working 18 hours a day. There's just no time in a day to do it. That's the, first, that's the first real reason why you should outsource. Um, second... Uh, let's say you want to be ahead of the competition and you needed something a bit more aggressive. You need somebody to help you do the outreach uh, for backlinks. You need somebody to always update your content. Again, it's a conversation about you don't have time, right? Mm-hmm. I think this is the, this is the, the one lesson I want every, all of our listeners to walk out uh, from. You, you tap an agency for help or you tap an expert for help because you don't have time to do it yourself. Mm. But you know there is no excuse as a business owner, there's, regardless of whether you sell courses or you sell pancakes, there's no excuse as a business owner that you're not curious yourself mm. because you should master your industry. You mm. should know the space around you. Um, and that's what separates a successful business owner from the ones that don't succeed, right? Uh, so to me, you outsource, because you have an idea of what you do. You've done your research. You just don't have the time to do it. And you don't have the time to scale, right? Um, and, and, uh, but, but outsourcing just simply because I don't have the expertise. That's a pitfall. In fact, when we work with our clients, one of the things that we usually do is we educate them. Yep. Because at the end of the day, I can tell you it's working or I can show you. Right, because yeah. one of these things doesn't lie to you. Uh, not to say that we never lie, <laughs> we never lie, <laughs> yeah. you know. But but yeah, um it's important that 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 uh, you understand it. So look, um uh being successful on, on online on SEO, it's it's a lot like just being successful as a person and in life, right? Um it's all about having a good reputation, a good image. So going back to that that example, a good website, right? High quality uh meant to be read by users second is you want to get uh, uh you have a good reputation so you're mentioned and vouched for by a number of people within your space the more credible they are the better and that that second part takes time to build mm-hmm. uh because obviously you know unless you're jeff bezos and you can just buy the <laughs> buy the <laughs> reputation outright uh you're probably not going to get there overnight okay so um I think one thing that we want to, to yeah, I want the readers to walk away from. So this probably got about is... one
0: minute we've probably got about one minute left, Mark. So if you can give yeah, us the, so, the takeaway and yeah, also the shout yeah. out if someone's listening and they're like, okay, this guy's on top of things. I want to right. you know speak to him. Let us know the the takeaway and where we go to to hear more from you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So look, um yeah. If... The key takeaway for me here is that when you look at, at, at any digital marketing endeavor, especially with SEO, it's all about uh, building it from the ground up and building it properly. Uh, and it's not hard. I mean, a lot of the information is available online and you don't really have to be a wizard to, to do it properly. It's Again, it's all about just you communicating properly like a normal person uh, and, and, and making sure that you provide a superb experience online. That's that's the very – it's like inviting people to a restaurant. You want people to eat there. It better be clean. You better have mm-hmm. good service. You better have a good menu. These are just some of the things that you should take a look at. And I guess um, uh, the shout-out I'd, I'd like to give is that um, – yeah, so just a shout out to to I guess my team who might be listening to this. Thank you for listening. I know I'm your boss, but you know uh, it's good <laughs> that you're listening to this of your own volition uh, and to all business owners out there who do need help or do need assistance, uh, Jono has uh, will paste my, my contact information here. As I said, you could technically tap uh, an agency for help, and we can give you consultation. I give advice for free and then I tell you what you can pay for, and then you pay me. <laughs> <And it's, laughs> but and it's we start it. with- It's worth yeah, it's, it. And it's worth it. I'm glad you said that. That's that's very important coming from, from uh, again, vouchers, right? So there you mm. go. So look, um, thank you for everybody, uh, everybody who listened. Thank you uh, for listening. I hope you learned something. And I guess the one thing I, just, uh, walk, I want to just walk, the one thing I want you guys to all walk away from is that you can do this yourself. You just need to do your research put in a bit of work and understand your space. And this is true for any business. Um, um, so it's not rocket science. Okay. I'm not a rocket scientist. Certainly I'm not. Yeah. But as, so, as Jonah did say at the start of this podcast, I am pretty smart. At SEO anyway. <laughs> at SEO. Yeah. Yeah. Very awesome. important to distinguish that. Thank you. Awesome.
0: All right. We've got to leave it at that, Mark, but thank you for your time. And, and we'll touch base later today. Yeah,
1: yeah. Thank you, Jono. All right. Um, and Thank you, listeners. Uh, catch you again next time.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Course Creator Community Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. And we'll catch you in the next episode.